that's that's what I know. I really have, I've sent you guys a gem is when I'm typing something and I can't wait to send it because I know it's gonna be so horrific. You're <laughs> halfway through. Ah, ah, this is, uh, this yeah, is how I, win. I can just tell like what Jason's gonna say is like just absolutely horrific combination of words. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wheel Route Podcast. This is Miley Legitimate Conversation Amongst Friends and Lovers. Talk about college football and lifestyle. You can find us on the internet, www.thewheelroute.com. We're at the Wheel Route, Wheel Route Podcast at gmail.com. Send us some emails, off-season emails. Let's do it. Um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, all of those. You can get the show. Um, but yeah, anyhow, I'm Logan Whitehouse. I'm telling you guys from Seward, Florida. I'm on Twitter, at LogWandaDawn. Um, a little bit of a rainy day here in Stewart, Florida. Also, heading home, I went down to Boca Raton, Florida for work today, as I do a couple of days a week. Um, and uh, I noticed that uh, all of the southbound lanes on 95 were closed at about the Jupiter exit, which is not great at about 5 p.m. for that to be happening. Uh, and I noticed like one of those, you know, those trucks that has like the claw to pick things up was just picking up lumber. Like a, a, a truck that had lumber on it had like spilled two by fours everywhere. So, you know, those lumber prices. But yeah, I wonder if it was like a final destination situation though. Like who was behind the lumber truck? You know what I'm saying? You feel me? Anyhow, tough day here in South Florida, but uh, we're gonna be all right. Who else is here? My name is Jordan Shank. I am once again in the friendly city of Harrisonburg, Virginia, uh, where we still have snow on the ground from the previous two wintry precipitation events. Uh, Christmas cheer is still around as a result. We love to hear that. Yes, um, I'm on Twitter.com, at Shank Jordan, where uh, right now I'm just tweeting Wordle scores. That's the only, that's, that's the only thing I'm committed to. Um, I, I still have kept my resolution to say zero disparaging things about UVA's uh, scrappy starting fourth-year point guard, though that may change after tonight. Uh, this is Wednesday, January 12th, and there is a Commonwealth clash we are, happening. We are minutes from tip-off. Mere minutes. So we'll see. No promises. I'm proud of you. That's growth. Wanting to make a change is the first step, Jordan. Yeah. <clears throat> like how I want to change so my voice doesn't crack anymore at age 32. Oh. You gotta, you gotta stop ripping so many heaters. That's Jason. Right. I think that's, that's all it's down to. That's really been my problem dating right. back to high school. So, um, on that note, my name is Jason Gregg. Uh, I am also in the friendly city. Um, it Jason, been... you're looking, you're looking tuned up. I want you to know: is this a fresh haircut and shave? Yeah, yeah. This, ah. this is. Getting ready for eighteen basketball games in six weeks. Look, a youthful, a youthful reset. Well, yeah, you're, you're, gonna just... Just, you're just gonna look so bad in eighteen basketball games. You yeah. just to, okay. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> start here, or else it's gonna go way too far. Okay, you're gonna end up um, with the haircut. The, the, yeah, the, the, the haircut's haircut. two, two days old, pretty fresh. It looks good. Thank you. Um, you go number four. I think five. Yeah. Yeah, five. Nice. Um, yeah, Harrisonburg has been frigid for the last week. Just hateful cold. Um, and it was only, it was like a balmy 30 today. It was, Love that. Know. No, it got up higher than that. Today was fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was t-shirt weather today. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I tweet things at Jason Crick. I uh, have completely lost my train. You threw me entirely off by. No, it's fine. Off. Offering me a semi-sincere compliment, so I'm no, just not used no, to that. Just you, you, look, you, look, you look tuned up. Thanks, man. I'm I'm excited to to get into this and and basically break down what we think an episode by episode look of Netflix's new golf series is going to be. Yeah. Before before we move away from uh, Jason's aesthetic, right now, I want to marvel <laughs> at how how versatile "tuned up" is as yeah. a phrase. Oh, like it is. Like it. It's a compliment, but it's also like. Damn, he got tuned up in that yeah. fight. Yeah. Like, did you see that video? Did you see that video of LeBron tuning up 
Paul Pierce, Paul Pierce that was making and Kevin Garnett. <laughs> so yeah, that's right. That's, that's a good point for for yeah. filling we, a lot. We of, love a, we, we love a versatile turn of phrase. Yeah, right. Um, anybody drinking anything tonight? What's the what? What are the words? Uh, I'm drinking the king of bubbly waters. It's cranberry lime polar night. Nice. Once again. Love that. Uh, I don't have anything. Jason, what do you have? Um, you may remember uh, me just discussing busy basketball schedule. So Ivy Yingling. Love it. He's back in a can too. Yingling Play the hits. Can. Yeah. I just love, I love, I love that Jason's the only person on earth that routinely has Yingling in a can like at the ready. It's great. It's yeah. one of my favorites. I, I Listen, I learned, I, this is a strategy going back to the TED, a vegetable crisper will hold pretty much a case of beer. Well, yeah, right. I just love that it's yingling, but the canned yingling is, is the case of beer that you've chosen to place in the vegetable crisper. Yingling is just as cheap as all the like, like bottom tier cheap beers and it's pretty tasty. I stand by it. That, that yeah, that's, that's it, fine. But I, th I think I'm more surprised that a can is your preferred delivery method. Because I, I would prefer a bottle, a cold bottle of beer. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go with preferred. I would go with available. <laughs> okay. So. Ah. All right. Well, shout out to convenience. I can get I can get 24 of these or fewer bottles. I saw a 36 rack of Miller Lite at uh, Costco the other day. That's Those a big dog right You'll there. be happy yeah. to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am. And I am thrilled. <laughs> um, excellent. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened. I, uh, guys, I got boosted on Monday. And how was that? You know, I, I don't know that I'm quite out of the woods yet. Uh, it was my armpit is very swollen. Okay, <laughs> that is, I've heard that, that is that has been a thing that has happened to me twice now. So <laughs> uh, we're soldiering through. Um, but uh, yeah, no, actually, it's been fine. I just uh, been taking some precautionary Tylenol and moving through, but can definitely tell when the Tylenol wears off. That's for sure. <laughs> so <laughs> just like, oh man, I don't feel so good. It's like, oh yeah. So anyhow, um, but you know, we're just out here trying to trying trying to be a good citizen. That's that's really what we're trying to do. So well, congrats. Um, thank you. Thank you. Also, maybe that's contributing to my my lack of thirst. All right. Seems fair. Um cool guys. Well, let's I mean, geez, let's get into it. One game to talk about, a full slate. The the consensus just did what it does and and failed miserably. And it all went uh, the same way. As per usual, but um, the curse is broken. The witch is dead. Whatever, whatever you want to say, uh, Georgia is your national champion um, in twenty. What is this? Are they the twenty twenty one champ or twenty twenty two champ? How do we do that? They are the two thousand twenty one champion at the okay. two thousand twenty two national championship game. That works for me. Got it. Yeah, that works. It's exactly what you would expect from college athletics. Yeah. Yeah, so 33-18, um, uh, very much classic. The score does not indicate how close the game was. There was a pick six at the end of the game um, that really sealed it for the Bulldogs. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think – I would think this is how we sort of envisioned the first round of this game maybe was going to go. Um, both teams were really yeah. tight in the first half of this game. It was, what, 9-6, to 9-3 nine nine to at halftime? Um, nice halftime score. Yeah, a lot of lot of uh, a lot of field goals, and I mean, basically, it came down to a fourth quarter. Um, really, that I think you know the the, the changing moment of the game um, for me was uh, Alabama blocks a field goal and then proceeds to like on the next play bust off like a seventy yard run. I mean, sorry, Georgia. Wow, completely wrong. Georgia blocks a field goal. Um, Alabama misses that field goal, obviously, because it was blocked. Um, that would have put them up, I think, six or. Yeah, probably six. So they they were constantly chasing three or six point leads, and um, and then Georgia was able to score actually score the first touchdown of the game uh, soon thereafter. And and it seemed kind of like it was maybe an inevitability that Georgia was going to be able to sit on them there. Um, but yeah, I mean, not my favorite football game to watch uh, this year. I think just because the first half was so tight, the fourth quarter was certainly exciting. Things got going. Alabama also scored um, as well, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You guys would take us take us through uh, yeah. the, the sights and sounds. I do think I'll agree with you. Not it. It was not the most appealing football game. Pretty much all of the appeal of it laid in like Georgia actually doing it and uh -huh. the madcap final twelve minutes. Um, but yeah, for for three quarters, it was pretty 
like shades of Alabama LSU. Like, wow, this is an awful way to send the year off. Oh, it wasn't that bad. Stop. I don't think stop it, I, don't, yeah. I don't think it was that bad. It was very frustrating though to watch Alabama be incapable of scoring touchdowns. Cause I felt like Alabama was had the upper hand and played better for the first three quarters. But, I think that's right. But uh, it, I don't think it was like it, it was not Jordan. It, it was not fun. Jordan. Je- it wasn't Jordan Jefferson versus uh, uh, whoever Alabama's like ragtag That's, quarterback was. was that, that wasn't. Uh, was it a McElroy? It, I was going to say was it was a, jo- a John Parker Wilson. I was going to. I, I was going to. I knew it was either a three-name person or <laughs> Stetson Bennett, Kia Waycross. Um, yeah. So I. I mean. Yeah, I'll agree. I mean, no, it it was not super fun. To, it is not for me super fun to watch games in which there is not like whole lot of scoring and and whatnot um jameson williams blew out his knee in what was at the beginning of the second quarter maybe um tough scene for alabama Uh, very rarely do you see alabama just kind of look like they ran out of dudes and it kind of seemed like alabama ran out of dudes a couple really crucial dropped potential touchdowns uh by alabama receivers and pass catchers in that game really did them in if alabama scores touchdowns on those two drives that they had the crucial drops on um, obviously it's a very different game, but, uh, yeah, I mean, credit, credit to Georgia's defense for rising to the occasion. Um, they were extremely violent and extremely fast and as advertised they're like people beyond, um, the Kobe Dean, uh, made plays too. scene had a great game, uh, playing safety and, uh, the guy Kylie ring is it Kylie Ringo, I believe is his name picked off the pass at the end. I think he's, he's super young. Um, and pick six is, uh, a ball to seal the national championship game. So yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It was, it was, I, I don't root for Georgia. So, you know, it's kind of a little bit bittersweet, but at the same time, like I, I can feel good for Georgia. I think it's a cool story and, and all that. Um, I'm not really going to buy into the like Stetson Bennett, super inspirational storyline here. Uh, but Bonnie, Bamani Jones and Spencer Hall did about 10 minutes on that today of just like Stetson Bennett made one incredible pass. Like that was catched non- by an incredible catch. It was also an incredible catch, but yeah, like right. he, he put the ball where it needed to be. And, but that was about it. Um, yeah. The rest of the time he, he managed the game and they won that game because Georgia's defense is possibly the best ever assembled. Um, which is today definitely away from Stetson Bennett, but they they talked about like when they interviewed him on the field after the game, he was like, you know, I just think I'm the best quarterback. It's like, okay, all right, buddy. <laughs> I bet you do. Like, yeah. I I would have said some wild stuff yep. after winning a Natty as well. He was fully out of pocket as well. He should have been. Um, oh, I mean, can you imagine like yeah. growing up a Georgia fan and going through the things he went through to go just to be on the team and then getting to be yep. the quarterback of the national championship game. That is, it is objectively a cool story. Yeah, yeah, for like a yeah. month and a half, how your backup should probably play in, yes. in the rematch against Alabama. He also uh, had to every day go against that Georgia defense. <laughs> yeah. Which uh, also a good yeah. point. I'm sure he's got the, I guess not red Jersey, but whatever Jersey they use, but probably not an enjoyable everyday of practice. Yeah. Well, it didn't make him any better. <laughs> I, I think he <laughs> so so aggressive. Well, it's yeah. true. I mean, he he, he had one of the trash. worst day. He, no, he's not trash. And I and yeah. and yeah, he's he's not trash. It's easy he's a perfectly me. serviceable mid-level SEC quarterback. Jordan, Jordan, get it. Give us some takes here. Let's hear from you on this. Yeah. Well, first of all, I I want to say I like I kind of enjoyed the first half. Like as far as uh, grindy slugfests go, like yes, it wasn't track meet but i i think anyone who walked into that game expecting a shootout or a track meet was probably a little misguided um so i enjoyed kind of the the feeling out process that the first half seemed to be of like we're we're not totally scared of of trying anything on offense but we're definitely not gonna like make the first mistake so it was interesting to see both teams kind of play with that attempted balance. Um, yeah, I think the Jimmys and Joes piece 
got in Alabama's way on offense, <clears throat> which is unfortunate because, like, like I texted you guys about the the whole domino effect of uh, the receiver going down. Like, Bolden was no longer open on yeah. the intermediate routes, and the run game was not as available as it was when you don't yeah. have the threat of taking the top off the defense. Um, so it is crazy just to see how how one guy, even on a loaded roster like Alabama's, uh, can have that trickle-down effect on your game planning. And Bill O'Brien probably got in his own way a few times. in the oh, Yeah, I mean, ultimately, ultimately it was two guys, right, because Mechie went down in the previous Georgia game. So, right, but I mean, they, they knew he wasn't going to be Yeah, though. that's true, but I'm just saying, yeah, they, uh, you know, eventually – I mean, Alabama has an embarrassment of riches at all the skill positions, right? So, I mean, you're not going to catch me feeling bad for Alabama's personnel, but uh, you're asking kids to step up and and play in situations that maybe hadn't been prepared for or weren't expecting to. And, yeah, so I think you got some sort of freshman, maybe nervy performances by some of those younger receivers. Um, and, I mean, I, I think it's a little bit of revisionist history to say Bryce Young didn't play well. I thought Bryce Young played really well in this game. Um I don't think there was no again, point where I was like again. If you give him, he's taking them out of plays. Yes, I agree. Uh, the, the one, at least one of the interceptions was bad. Um, both of them likely were not good throws, but at that point, you kind of knew what the game was. You were you were certainly trying to make a play and force it. I think if you factor in two drop touchdown passes potentially, um, <laughs> it looks like a lot different of a stat line. First of all, and it's a lot different of a game. Uh, and he put a couple passes on the money that got dropped. And it's just, it is what it is. So yeah. you can, you can come back at the end of the game and say that, uh, you know, he got outdueled by Stetson Bennett. It's, I, I don't really think that's true. Um, if you saw Stetson Bennett's opening act, it was one of the worst opening acts, uh, nervous, nervous <laughs> national did, uh, championship performances we've seen. But he did a cross credit, on the dribble through the lane. Yeah. <laughs> but to his credit, right of the ship and, uh, and, and got it together. And, and I think Georgia did a good job of peppering in, um, deep throws and really picking on uh, a thin Alabama secondary. I mean, I think Alabama was yeah. down to playing their fourth and fifth corners I saw this year, which is wild. Um, you know, certainly talented. I know Job got hurt last week, so he didn't play. Uh, and yeah, you got a Juco transfer uh, on one side uh, in his first year in the program. And then I think there was a true freshman on the other side. And yeah, the one the, the one young man got picked on uh, all night long and yeah. gave up. You know, he had to he had to make some business decision, uh, pass interference, penalties, and and all that. So, um, yeah, I uh, I agree with what you said. The join the like part about like they weren't going all out or any of that stuff. Um, when I I forget where in the first half I made the comparison, but I was like this this feels kind of like a World Cup final in that it's like. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you can see that they're very good teams and it's entertaining, but they're very clearly just like, all right, we don't want to get beat on the counter. And so yeah. they're not really pushing. And so, yeah, I think, I think that was a good, that's a very, a very good point that, that yeah, this, the skill was evident. Like you could, these are easily the best two teams in the country, but also they're like kind of just dancing and like throwing a jab here and there and then protecting. And so, yeah, well, it's, it's like, especially, I think Georgia especially has to, play that way against a team yeah. like Alabama because their offense is not built to uh, make up a large deficit in a short amount of time. Yeah, right. Right. They, they have to keep of, it close so they yeah, could do so what they did like, in the fourth quarter. Yeah, you kind of have to keep them in touch yep. partly to uh, your own detriment in terms of you got to you gotta trade off some potential upside um, for keeping it safe. Much like the Virginia basketball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at times. Uh, most most times. But, yes, no, I agree. Um, all right, cool. So, uh, Georgia's your national champion. Good for them. We're all excited. Um, any, any, any final oh, thoughts? Well, on one other takeaway I did okay. have that I wanted to bring up. Um, the days, the couple days leading up to this game, so I guess over the weekend, when I would have Sports Center on in the background or whatever, and they were doing game previews, um, they always kept talking about how much emphasis Kirby and the players were talking about, like, oh, we're working on our conditioning. We're working on our conditioning yeah. for this game. Yeah. And it was like, and I, I remember hearing that and kept thinking, like, I don't think conditioning was the issue. Like, you guys just got out-schemed front, yeah. backwards, and sideways in, in the SEC title game. 
Blitz just uh, didn't get home. That was the difference. The the difference of the two games was Georgia got home the other last night or two nights ago, and they didn't get home in the SEC championship game. Honestly. Yeah, but it's like they they certainly were the stronger team in the fourth quarter when it was time to chew up clock, and they were not yeah. hands on hips. So like the conditioning thing did show up more so than I expected to. Um, so I I want to admit when I was wrong. You know, I good on good on the strength and conditioning coaches. For- we're, we're so, so what do you so what do you think, Jordan, that they did in the last like thirty days? You think they just like went for some extra jogs? To no, get they were talking about running gassers every time. Yeah, yeah they right. Got a you know, and- I think so. Spencer Hall actually talked about this this morning on he was on Levitard and he was like. Uh, yeah, they, they kind of talk about it like, like yeah, we're going to go for a jog for like 20 minutes. And like, that's the difference is like Jordan Davis is out running. Like, he's like, no, they got to rest. You're not coming off playing like a full season uh, of Georgia football. So, and you didn't have to play Alabama. You know, you, I mean, you're coming into that week. Um, I don't know, on a month of rest. I think, I think that's likely has more to do with it than Jordan Davis getting on the elliptical for 20 minutes a day, but potentially that's just, that's just my, that's just my theory. Um, also maybe, maybe, I mean, I don't know. George, it's interesting to watch Georgia. Their defense is so overwhelming, but you can see how in the previous game, Alabama was able to take advantage. They picked up all those blitzers and they were able to get guys open. They, you know, there were times last night where they or I keep saying last night, a couple nights ago, Monday night, um, there were times where, you know, you could see the seeds of that. Uh, but Georgia was just, whether it was better conditioned or better prepared or had it a couple extra wrinkles to be able to get home, they were able to get guys home and young Bryce Young looked a lot more uncomfortable. Uh, and, you know, then couple that with not having uh, probably your your target game-breaking receiver um, available. Yeah. It was too much. Yeah. It was just too much. I think it was just too much to overcome, honestly. And, um you know, I, good for Georgia. They took advantage where they needed to take advantage. Yeah, I think that's part of it, too, is like Alabama never hit a safety valve release that really burned Georgia for being aggressive. So there was yes. no reason to second guess, like, well, maybe we should dial it back a bit and mm-hmm. get, play it safe. They could just keep coming. So, yeah. So, um, cool. All right. Well, another season in the books, boys. We did it. We did it. We worked uh, hard for this. We all picked Alabama because we're idiots, and um, we decided that the better team with the better coach, better quarterback, should probably win. Um, mm-hmm. I'll stand by that. I, I don't, you know, if I'm if yeah. I'm the, getting points, I live bet them at halftime. I'd make that bet <laughs> ten times out of ten again. Yeah, I, it was a close game. Um, you know, Georgia was able to sort of outlast there, but um, yeah, you know, it, it, that's how college football games go, especially when the teams are this talented. A couple plays go a different way. It's a completely different game. We're having a different conversation. So. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, this one's in the books. We move it on to off-season mode, baby. Silly season. Yeah, Hopefully, silly season might might be kicking off again. You know. Yeah. All right. We're That's gonna, why I said we're gonna see. We're gonna see what happens here. Um, we have some rumblings. We've had Black Monday in the NFL. Um, there are some NFL openings that are sure to draw the attention of potentially some some high-profile college coaches uh, because NFL. Organizations just can't, just can't not can't do help that, themselves. You know? They can't help themselves. Um, namely, I mean, the Bears are open. The Miami Dolphins are open. Uh, I know there's been some Ryan Day uh, suggestions with the Bears. Who knows what that's all about? There's always Jim Harbaugh suggestions with the Dolphins because the Dolphins owner is a Michigan man. Uh, and Spencer Hall uh it was funny today. He was like, uh, the Dolphins have the rare luxury where their owner can stir up two fan bases, an NFL fan base and a college fan base, <laughs> uh, which is pretty funny. And um, he's actually gone out to say that he will not be pursuing Jim Harbaugh, but I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure I believe. Uh, I'm not sure I believe that quick denial like that. A little curious the Dolphins fired their coach. I can kind of see why, but also it's the NFL. And usually if you're like above 500, you you're doing okay. Yeah, I mean, he he Flores missed the playoffs by the skin of his teeth twice. Didn't yeah, he? like yeah, but he was also one and seven this year and lost the Jags. So well, they should have left him in London, frankly. But left him on left him at customs tarmac. Uh, and then there's been a little bit of smoke uh, surrounding Mr. Lane Kiffin 
and uh, and the Minnesota Vikings. So I don't know. Cannot I don't know. imagine that happens. I don't. I don't know where we sit on that. I but, don't see uh, where anybody is adv- advantaged in that position. Uh, except for Lane Kiffin. Except Lane Kiffin's wallet. That much. That's about it. Ultimate bagman, Lane Kiffin, bagging for himself these days. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he so just many wants people. To see the Northern Lights. Maybe Pike. That's a good point. Um, a lot of people have left that Ole Miss staff. Yeah. Hopefully. He lost so, both his coordinators. Yeah. Yes. Got a healthy extension though. He did get an extension. So um, hasn't hasn't really landed a uh, a. A hot transfer QB of note, have they? I don't think so. Um, because Dylan Gabriel swiftly switched from UCLA to Oklahoma, right? And I think we were sort of thinking, oh, Dylan Gabriel should go to Ole Miss, but Levy's at Oklahoma now, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, the quarterback transfer portal is interesting. A swirling continues to be interesting. Um, there's a Caleb Williams still in there. There is. There's not an Emory Jones in there yet, which is personally disappointing for for me. I was I was I was told I was told that Emory Jones was going to be in the portal, but I don't know. Sometimes I think maybe you have to. Maybe there's some academic things you have to take care of. Maybe before you want to hop in the portal or something. I'm not really sure. There are are eligibility rules surrounding it. Right, and and also who knows maybe. Maybe Mr. Napier got in his ear and told him that he was the man to pull the trigger next year, in which case maybe we're going to have to skip to 2023. So. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, yeah. Florida has continued to name staffers, uh, guys. Troops. And I'm going to surprise you. There's troops. more troops. More troops have been named Florida. Um, I think most recently Mike Peterson returning to the Gators, outside linebackers coach, uh, Rob Sale. Uh, your your New York Giants offensive line coach has been, um, I guess he and Napier are buddies, and uh, he's like going to be the co-offensive coordinator slash offensive line coach. Um, the on-field coaching staff in Florida is going to is really interesting, just the way that they don't have like a traditional breakdown. There's two offensive line coaches, one's the co-offensive coordinator, the head coach is also the play caller. So there's like two offensive oh, yeah. coordinators, none of which call plays, what one of which wrong? is. One of which is also the offense, the offensive line coach. There's also another just offensive line coach. Uh, we got the defensive coordinator. We got co DCs. Um, I think that is one situation that is still to be resolved. Um, there was some smoke that I guess the Minnesota Vikings DBs uh, coach or something, Carl Scott, was linked to the floor, uh, go come to Florida to become his uh, to become defensive coordinator. Um, and then all of a sudden there was some Alabama rumors and it doesn't look like Carl Scott is going to be joining the Gators staff. So I'm not really sure where Florida goes from here, but Patrick also saw, uh, one Tosh LaFoy got, got poached by the ducks. He's going to be there at DC. Yeah. I, I, I have been, I have heard via the rumor wire that Tosh LaFoy cannot work in the sec. Okay. Uh, of yeah. Um, was like not going to officially clear officially or unofficial. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it's a, it's a, like officially unofficial kind of thing, but it, it seems like I don't. He also was not going to work at Florida. Uh, he wasn't going to clear Florida's um, uh, whatever whatever compliance uh, checkout standards thing. So interesting. Um, so shout out to Oregon. They got a good one. Go official bag. Official bag man. That's why. That's why I was hoping the Gators would get him. So, um, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, We'll see what goes on there, but yeah, the, the staff now that the NFL season's over, I think um, there's a couple guys on some that are coaching positions on some playoff teams that are probably going to join Florida staff too uh, once they are eliminated. But yeah, we're barreling towards another signing day, though. Yeah, that's what like three weeks, four weeks. I think it's like three weeks. I believe the non-contact period uh, is lifted on Friday, so oh, you yeah. can you can have contact again on we Friday. February the two. Oh, okay. February second. Yeah. So I know this is like big weekend, big hosting official visit weekend for Florida, um, and likely a lot of other schools. So yeah, See how it goes. Jordan, what's the UVA staff looking like? That's a great question, Logan. Thank you for asking. Um, we did like right after we released the podcast, wondering why a, a like a say a Des Kitchings couldn't just bounce from Atlanta given that the Falcons were not in the playoff hunt 
and joined the staff. Uh, I think he went ahead and joined the staff like before I could edit the podcast and it. release it. So good on us for putting that into motion. Um, UVA is curiously still without a defensive coordinator. Uh, they have still they have hired some defensive assistants. Um, Chris Slade, UVA legend, is is returning to the hook. Uh, I I don't know what he is going to coach. They ha- they haven't really like made any official assignments yet, other than uh, Des Kitchens will be the offensive coordinator. Um, that's about as specific as they've been, and they seem to have the strength and conditioning uh, staff pretty filled out, which is good. Yeah. Um, and only one of those guys like has a clear neck that you can see. Everyone else is very just like swole up and and tight up top so that's good. a good sign I think. they've been doing a lot of uh shrugs and hand cleans so they're yeah. explosive athletes they get their hands inside yep uh one other uva staff no not hirings and firings but uh logan i've been sending you some some garrett 2j twitter mm. content as of late yes. uh he's a great twitter follow because he will post pictures without any shame of oh yeah his, like he him and his kids from from days gone by, uh, today featured a happy birthday post to one of his daughters, where yes. uh, he was he was on like the most '90s jet ski of all time. With he just looks so '90s still. Yeah. Like he has that kind of like tan, like dude like, who lifted weights in the, the hair was spiked. He had the, the Hawaiian tank, like, yeah. board yeah. shorts on, <laughs> and he had like the. I, That's the I dream. don't know if they were that like awesome. the, the Matrix style Oakley sunglasses at the time, but uh, over the top. <laughs> yeah, Jason, check out this guy's Twitter timeline uh, if you get a if you get a beat and uh, look at the happy birthday post because I I think I told Logan it's like a, a '90s Mormon Kenny Powers vibe from from the first picture of him on the jet ski. Um, so. Listeners, go go give 2J a follow if you're looking for some just wholesome big man content. Right. And then he is he is the offensive line coach. Uh that's what I'm assuming. That's what he oh, was on Broncos right. staff. And oh, he has been retained, but was not given a specific assignment yet. Public. Yes, and you've taken that you've taken in the photo now. That's you, I mean, that is the most nice like the Sea Do. Does the Sea Do actually <laughs> exist anymore? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah oh, okay. Yeah. But not with those neons, not, not with those, those pastels. I mean, not look how big the... this man's legs are. This dude moves. I mean, that was the other thing I was gonna say is that is a that is a built dad. <laughs> but he is wearing the he is wearing the life vest. The life vest is holding on for dear life, but it is it is strapped across. <laughs> it is preserving life. It is. It's always not immediately like, clear. It, you can see, like, because he had to have one big enough to get around him, so it's like sitting up on his, like, <laughs> yeah. it's raised off his his traps by like four inches. He had to move it up. Yeah. Anyhow, or like mine, like when I put a life vest on, it looks like a halfsy because like I can wear like a, a large and it fits snug around me, but it comes down to like my rib cage. Yeah. He's yeah. got the opposite problem, and I respect. Yes, it. and as a fellow long torso guy, I, yeah, I feel, I feel, yeah. yeah, we can sympathize. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> that's that's great. All right, so do we have any indication, Jordan? Is Tony Elliott calling plays? Have haven't heard. Couldn't tell you. Wish really I had int- heard. I mean, I I understand. I, I guess I just personally would appreciate like more of a sense of urgency on these things. And you know, there's probably it's guys. A question: in the NFL Had and- I been credentialed, it's a question I would have brought up at his introductory press conference. Coach, you've spent a lot of time calling plays in the ACC. Is that going to continue in Charlottesville, or are you designating those duties to someone else? That was just off the cuff. I can do because this job. because I saw Clemson play offense this year, and I think it might be time to give up the ghost yeah. coach. Just saying. No, I'm just kidding. Don't say that. That's not nice. Well, he welcome um, to Charlottesville. He did yeah. mention he, he's traditionally uh, a two back spread system. So um, he he just like he threw that out there in the press conference. Two back spread. Yeah. Interesting. So most people would say it's hard pro to be formation pro formation. I love it. I love pro formation. Steve Swerger is a big pro form guy. You can run some dirty plays out of the the pro yeah. in Madden, like oh, oh yeah, off tackle right, off tackle little, left, little quick toss, just, yeah, there's... just to the long side, <laughs> to the long side, of the always field. to the wide side, always. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. There was like four plays he ran. I remember in the NCAA game when they implemented the zone read, like we oh, yeah. could just like hold X to hand the ball off. Or I think they implemented it. that in 2007 when West Virginia had Pat White and Steve Slade yeah. and Noel Devon. 
I my dynasty with uh, TCU that I did was we ran that play into the ground and but it was great because you could either hand it off or you could just hit the guy on the post and it was it was just T Dizzle code is what yeah. it was anyhow all right well go who's yeah how's the basketball game looking Jordan uh I think we're up one at the moment yeah. it's nineteen eighteen we being the who's so go who's. That's right. This is going to shock you not one bit, but um, Shedrick has two fouls in the first four minutes. Yeah. Told you that guy's just a a wild card. His his backup is playing admirably from what I've seen, though. Is his backup the 7 1 guy? Frankie Cafaro. Yeah. Yeah. AKA Poppy. Um, (laughs) I did did not know that. Frankie Cafaro does a lot of things aggressively. But School he, he has speed. somehow stayed out of foul trouble in this rivalry game. So good for him. Shout yeah. out to Poppy so far. Absolutely. Uh, all right, Jason, any update from Duke's land? How are things going in the offseason? For football? For football. Uh, pretty well. Staff's uh, still not, intact. Staff's still pretty much intact, which is a pleasant surprise. Um, so I think, I think they'll all get... Um, a little bit extra kashish with the move up to the uh, the Sun Belt. The OSB. The OSB. Well, the Fun Belt. Um, as I, ju- I just coined that phrase. Um, Congrats. I'll bleep it welcome. out so we can copyright it. You're right. You are welcome. Um, yeah, staff's still intact. Getting some, getting some solid transfers. Uh, Colorado State's quarterback transferred to JMU. Oh. Um. Wow. Is Colorado State an elevation boys situation? I'm, yes. I'm, okay. So have yeah. have you seen him throw a ball? Has Coach Signetti seen him throw a ball at Harrisonburg's relation to Seattle? Well, I don't I don't know. But what does Harrison, Harrisonburg sit at? Like eight hundred feet above sea level? What is it, Jason? Colorado Colorado State is at about sixty eight hundred feet. Okay. Harrisonburg wow. is at about thirteen hundred feet. That's about a mile's worth of difference, yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> I hope the young man isn't expecting to hit driver 320 down here at, at Lakeview Golf Course. That's Pretty all tall. I'm saying. At Our Lady of the Lakeview. If he wants to maybe that's, maybe that's why I don't have any. Maybe that's yeah. why I don't have any pop. It's because I play a lot of Florida golf at like 14 feet above sea level. Got that yeah. thick humid air. I just gotta beat it through the thick air. Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> Jordan and I have these pristine mountains, and right. Yeah, you guys are at 1,300 feet. With your with all your red blood cells, thinking you're better than me. <laughs> we're so just, elevated. We're basically awesome. doping. So yeah, yeah. Lance and them boys. Yeah. Uh, all right. Oh uh, yeah. Anyways, the Dukes, the Dukes football, they're good. It's good to hear. Yeah. How's uh, the Dukes basketball going, Jason? Dukes basketball's also going very well. Had our first conference games over the weekend. What conference? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's actually true. Um, Got him. Had our first 2022 games over the weekend. There you go. Uh, we. We had, I think, combined five games canceled or postponed due to various COVID issues. Um, so got back after it this weekend for the first time and since December 11th. Um, so wa- lost the first one, won last night in a convincing victory, uh, hitting the road for William and Mary and Elon over the weekend. Ah, but. Oh, the Dukes are ten. The Dukes are ten and three. Sorry, take that. to interject. Yeah. Speaking of William and Mary, guys, the go-go offense. Its innovator was hired by Steve Sarkeesian at Texas mere weeks ago. To do what? Uh, some sort of like. <laughs> I think with he's, what purpose in mind? <laughs> I think he's maybe a position coach, uh, okay. and offensive analyst of some sort. The innovator of the go-go offense, and this is not Gus Malzahn. This is a Correct. Gus Malzahn this disciple. Is, uh, Brennan Marion, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I think wow. I, I see where he got hired by Texas. Yeah. Gotcha. And he was a wide, uh, wide receiver. Was a wide receiver because of Pitt this yeah. year. So the go-go offense was really just like a two-year thing, and then it just the the innovator decided to go coach wide receivers at Pitt. I mean, he coached a Villanova forward winner, so shout out to him. He's coached it a lot. Like he has moved around. He 
his his star is a moving one. His but, longest tenure is two years at Howard. Yeah. Yeah. So this is like his fifth job in the last six years or something. Um, but Sark Sark's pulling out all the stops, trying to trying He's to get things moving along. Pass game coordinator and wide receivers coach at Hookem. Oh, not a pass game coordinator. It's good yeah. for him. So that makes and sense. And good for us for being in on the go-go offense so early. Yeah, we definitely buy low. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we certainly did that. Uh, cool. All right. Well, guys, it's cold weather. Uh, golf is golf is off now since it's so it's cold. paused. Never I haven't had a full swing in about a month. Have we had any? Have we had any microchips no, delivered for semi season? Uh, well, I saw I saw an announcement that apparently simulator leagues are starting back up. Oh, um, all right. I I don't know how inclined I am to try that again. <laughs> Give it like, listen. Did we on, pay a fee for that? Listen, league? listen. No, I we did not pay an upfront fee. We okay, just paid good. the weekly uh, toll. Then I'll allow it. Yeah, and, like. On the plus side, really nice to just like be able to go get swings in for like a good solid hour, hour and a half at, at some point once a week. For um, a reasonable toll. Yeah. I think I think I would almost prefer being able just to do it like without the other team or without the other people like like just mm. being able to walk in on Sunday morning and having the bay for two hours is awesome. That's like, wonderful. Yeah. That is that's fun, um, but when it's like, el you know, elbowing past six other guys, yeah, in, you're like in two bays, sidling and yeah, and yeah, it it's not ideal. We also, but, I think our la our last playing opponents were like just just the worst. <laughs> yeah, they they were they were not the best eggs. Yeah, but, uh, they were. Uh, they they've got some time to develop stronger characteristics. Let's hope. And, Let's hope. Uh, oh, that's right. People. That's right. Yes, we. Heard, I was told. I was told about these gentlemen. Yeah, they were. They were not enjoyable. But uh, your boy's been hitting hitting a lot of putts. Oh, yeah. So how was the how was the 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 putting spree going? Hundred hundred putts a day every day since New Year's. Wow, twelve hundred putts in. How are we feeling? All right. So are we hitting a hundred putts or we're making a hundred? Hitting hitting a hundred. Okay. Yeah. Because this is the Just thing with like the, three point shooters. Sometimes yeah. they're like, oh, this offseason, I'm taking 500 threes yeah. or no. Steph Curry stepped it up this offseason. He's making 500 a day yeah. before he's done. So I was just curious. No, no, I'm just hitting 100. Um, I actually haven't hit today, so it's only 1,100. Okay. I have I have made 1,011. There we go. So Wow. About 92%. And every time, every time I make more than 90, I move back two inches the next day. So I'm back to love that. tonight. Tonight will be from five foot ten inches. I think it would be an interesting exercise if you were to tonight will a, be five foot ten inches. Pick a day and say, you know what, today, like, is just going to be wild card distance. Like, for the first ten, I'm going to do six foot eight inches, yeah. and then the next ten, I'm going to do. 11 feet two inches and and just kind of bop yourself around i like that too well as, we can vary as it your up. coach and as your playing partner we have a title to defend that's right this summer this is for us with you know because i i trust your irons as as much as the next guy but the, <laughs> the idea that you're which is not a lot <laughs> which is a, a decent amount of yeah, trust so yeah, it's a good, trust your it's a good so. mental exercise to maybe move around the distance yeah. no i think that's right i think that's right um it's also i want to point out that i am i am always putting to the small cup okay so like small, small. love that well why don't you put to the big one ever just just because i just want to i want to be i want to be really precise Gotcha. So that way, when I'm out of the course, that that hoop's gonna seem huge, Logan. That's right. You're gonna be guy. Hit it so pure. I rolled it right by. Damn. Just hammered it seven feet by. I don't understand. <laughs> it's crazy. It was a good roll though. <laughs> well, it's wild because when you're on the you're on the practice screen and you can get like six or seven balls in one cup before you yeah. gotta really pull it out, but then you get 
like on an actual green, you're like, damn, that hole is so small. Like there's, I, I have to hit the exact center of the cup for it to go in. Like, no, you don't, you can get two and a half balls across yeah. the, the surface of that thing. It's easy. <sighs> yeah. It's an easy game. It really is. So yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful that sometime in the next, I don't know, two months I can get out and, and take some swings with the irons. We've, we've talked about, I'm, I'm making some tweaks to the action. So that's right. I'd like to like to put those into practice. How, how, what uh, what kind of in home drills are you doing to to implement these? Tweaks? Just a just a lot of takeaway drills. A lot of just a lot of takeaways. Gotcha. A lot of just get the shoulders involved. Keep have, the arms straight. Have you bought like a cheap full length mirror from Target yet to set up behind you so you can really like get Ooh. get get in, in deep in the just, process? Just, ah, ah. Yeah. Mm. I watched the No Letting Up video that they did with Cam Smith in honor of Cam Smith. Our guy, also, shout out to our guy, Cam shout Smith. Shout out to Cam Smith for just going absolutely under. Absolutely just raining birdies and eagles from on high all weekend, fending off John Rum. A tremendous performance. But um, they did, they played like one of the stream song courses with him like last year or something. Yeah. And it was like uh, <laughs> Lefty Tron and DJ and Randy played a full scramble against Cam. Oh, Smith. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who only got to hit one ball at a time. The three on one scramble. Got to, they got to like, they, they, they had one recall shot and they just never, they never recalled Cam Smith's shot. They just like didn't, they, they kept like overthinking when they should do it. <laughs> recalled like the one good, well, one of the two good drives that TC hit lefty. Uh, lefty TC. Whenever I see videos of Lefty TC, it just cracks me up. I was it? Was it still in his uh, the banana slice era of Lefty TC? He was he, striping it. He was striping okay. the drive. So uh, early, drivers. early Lefty TC would play like forty five degrees out of the right and let it come back. <laughs> um, early, early Lefty. Yeah. We've all. Been but there. then I think I think it was I forget which episode I watched. Um, it might have been the Cradle. No, it would have been the Cradle. He. He like talked about how he like got this new driver and he's no longer banana slicing it. And conveniently, it was a Callaway driver. Like, also we're sponsored by Callaway. I was like, nice, that's smooth. Like, well, no, it's funny because I the other day watched the "What's in the Bag" episode yeah. that he did, and yeah. he was still playing lefty at the time. And he's like, yeah, so for my driver, I have this setup. He's like, which is crazy because it's basically the exact opposite of the driver I play yeah. when I'm playing from the right side. But. Um, yeah, they Logan, you, you have a wedge coming in. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. Yes. 60-degree wedge, Ploparuski time. I'm ready. I'm ready to join the uh the ranks. I think that's I'm so I'm no, so really excited take, for you. Really gonna take to, me know to, the next the, to know the glory and terribleness of a 60-degree wedge. I mean, listen, you find yourself around the green a lot, so might as well have something that isn't gonna roll out as yeah. much. Um, you know, I, I play a lot of super fast. Uh, there's there's very few, I think I said this, there's very few more satisfying shots than like, I'm gonna flop this and then actually doing it. I mean, I would just say just in, in general, um, there's very few shots than just like sticking a wedge right on the number and just yeah. like not spinning and just being like, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> I'm a bronze god. Dart, like, that's I, a dart. I, I did that, kick it in. You know, so yeah, I think I, I, I I've never hit my 60 degree full swing ever. You should try yeah. it sometime. It's fun. <laughs> Epic launch. I think I, I think I would hit it like 180 yards and it wouldn't Hasht clear a two story shed. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag trash goals. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited, excited for it. I actually have not like, uh, what was my swollen armpit and whatnot? I have not, um, not hit balls. Since a, a really disastrous scramble performance by me on Saturday. Oh, that's so, right. Did not play well. Um, you know, gonna be honest, didn't really have uh didn't really have the strongest team. Um, and that's okay. You know, you, sometimes you sometimes the vibes aren't a hundred. This is a bit know? of a late arriving crowd. We had a guy it's leave tough. early. Um also so, tough. You know, always <laughs> tough when when uh you know Mr. Logwan is trying to keep it together. <laughs> For the team down the stretch, <laughs> the anchor leg. That's the thing Logan about a scramble is like you personally never want to be the rock. Correct. Like, oh, hundred percent. I yeah, I want someone else to handle that so I can like be volatile as right. I typically am, but contribute my good volatility. Uh -huh. Um, 
when, feel constantly when you are guilty. constantly yeah. being looked at, and I've never been in this position, so I don't want to like I'm not subtweeting anybody, but like when you are when you are constantly being looked at as like oh boy you got to come through again for the sixth time in these four holes for us, uh, that's got to be exhausting. Correct. Yeah, um, that was tough a little bit, um, but good news, guys. I do have a bag tag now, so shout out to Ion Orthodontics for uh and sure. and as the the jensen beach high school girls lacrosse team um so i hope they enjoy their what what's uh jensen beach's mascot hmm that's a good question i could not tell you a maritime animal i'm, I'm guessing martin county is the tigers oh that's I right believe. i think there's a bulldog uh south fork might be the bulldog so Let's let, let's find out. Jensen Beach High School mascot, the Falcons. Oh, spicy! Yeah, yeah. Really thinking out of the box here, but I did just recall since we're talking, I have my bag next to me. Uh, I have a high noon here that I left in my bag uh, over the weekend, so that's good. Maybe I'll do that. They keep. I'm sure they keep pretty well. Oh yeah. Also got a pretty cool uh, Jensen Beach High School lacrosse. Uh, lunchbox. So, <laughs> shout out we'll to your beer sack. I yeah, I always never liked calling those boxes because they they seemed too soft sided. I would yeah. prefer lunch uh, sack, perhaps. A soft sided lunch cooler. Yeah, really. That really also got, works. Really, what we got going on there. So, anyhow, all right. Well, um, keep working on your game, boys. Looking forward to the next uh, wheel route uh, corporate engagement. It's, pro- it's probably. Nigh time to start planning that. Probably is. Yeah, we'll um, we'll let you lead, Logan, since we know you got some developments on obligations. the horizon. Yeah, we got some obligation uh headed this way, but we'll uh you know, we're gonna soldier through. You know, I, I hear that there's not really so much I can do anyway. Pretty pretty low like, maintenance in the right, general consensus. Anyhow. Once 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 they're like three to four, then it's really it's really time for, for daddy to start you know, start showing up as a father. <laughs> so TVD, TVD, but good news though, is the wheel, the wheel route podcast has spawned. So, you know, yeah. We're, we're, yeah. Love that um, for us. The brand is expanding. The, next <laughs> the, brand, the brand is expanding. <laughs> but anyhow. All right, guys. Well, um, yeah, I think that's it. Fun season. Always great. Oh, um, Florida gambling update. Uh, I have, I have requested my petition and it is coming in the mail. So I will be signing that to send off, um, but uh, they're not making it easy because I guess there's got to be a petition and it's got to get on the ballot. Uh, so um, that's the that's the Florida gambling update. Jordan, do you have any wins you want to gloat about since Jason and I can't gamble for various reasons? Uh, not off the top of my head. I, I'm just not that kind of guy that likes to boast. So 24, no 2014 parlays. No. Multiple yeah, COVID I- cancellations. Really, yeah, the COVID cancellations have been interesting. I really haven't been on the like heavy favorite uh, parlay train as of yeah. late, given, well, given conference some of the COVID weirdness. And yeah, yeah like conference play strange. doesn't lead lead itself to a whole lot of heavy favorites all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but Australian Open qualifiers have started, and we can bet on those too. <laughs> you can bet on anything under the sun, as as it turns out. So. Um, all, all of our tennis listeners, if you got some inside tracks on uh, on some value, the DMs Sitsipas. are marginally Sitsipas open. is always the best value for the Aussie Open. Greek guys tend to play well in Australia. I'll make a note of that. Okay. Go check some mods after this. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Well, uh, for the last time this college football season, we'll, we'll switch into off-season mode. Um, the, the intern and I have been having some offline discussions about maybe you know, maybe re- reviving the uh, uh, the lifestyle podcasts and whatnot. Um, regrettably, Jordan, uh, she has begun watching The Bachelor. Well, um, I was going to ask, uh, has she sustained her pace or did it? So what did she say today? Um, I'm sad that I did it, but it is so bad. It's awesome. Or so, it was like something wow. like that. Like she, okay. she's. Um, I don't think she regrets her choice because it's, I think it's a particularly messy, um, volatile season so far. Uh, and I, I think it, a lot of people, not, are you guys not watching? 
I I am not. No, I haven't I watched since Paradise. Yeah. It's oh, okay. Great. I had to take. I had to take. Just, I, I had no oh, idea. Here she change. is. Here she is. Hold on. Let's see what I she's. I had no say. idea this change had come about. I've been experiencing some overall franchise fatigue, and so I just had to kind of pump the brakes. There's, you know, there's only That's so fair. much energy I can allot to so many. Leave activities. them. Leave them wanting more. Leave them right. wanting more. Yeah. There we go. Just, they're pumping Here she out. Is. It's, it's wonderfully terrible. Okay, but I have I have a question. Is yes. it a different kind of terrible than what they roll out every other season? Every single season, yeah. Okay, so it's hard to ask because I feel like the past, or hard to answer because the past few seasons haven't been normal seasons. Talking pretty loud. Sorry. Yeah. But it's like, kind of like the old franchise that you wanted back. You know, some of the classic. Don't tell me with a good like, time. Just don't give an F about the like thing they're supposed to be doing, and they go like spend time with him. And the other girls are like, they're not helping. They're not they're doing the scavenger hunt. They're kissing like, him. Go and tattle, and it's just ugh, chef's kiss. So it's like it's like some of the classic tropes. They're tropes back. that that you want, you know, not some okay. of the stuff we had to deal with in the past few seasons. All right. Well, it gives me something to chew on. College Clayton, football is done, so. Clayton is not, um, I, I'd like you to just take a look at this guy. He has. Oh, I've gazed. He has on, an underbite. On plenty of commercials, unfortunately. I don't think he has an underbite. I just think his teeth match up perfectly. The top row and the bottom row. Well, he, like, I was also I, yeah. a little concerned at how much he and Jesse Palmer look alike. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, there's some of that. The, the first episode, I didn't catch, like, the first episode where it's, like, Clayton gets out of the car and is, like, Jesse, what's up, dude? And Jesse's, like, Clayton, how are we, how are we my man? And it was, like, just, lots of this, like, yeah, lots of, like, just, like, they dapped up and it was, like, oh, man, this is, I love this, but I also really, really hate what's going on here. Um, it is good to see Jesse Palmer around the wild, though. I love Jesse Palmer. I just, like, love Jesse Palmer in, in, in serious settings. It's, like, freaking Jesse Palmer. <laughs> Has he figured out how to tie a tie better yet? I think so. It was never that he didn't know how to tie a tie. It's that he tied a double Windsor. Well, he tied a, a, a knot that was much too big for his frame. Yeah, uh, the double Windsor knot just looks preposterous. Well, and he also wore it a little too short. Yeah, that, that, that did not help. So yeah. he looked like a, a, a adolescent boy who, who was going through it. Potentially a clown. Yeah. Uh, I, well, I wasn't going to say that. He's appeared good so far. That's good. Clayton, That's good they kind of dress like aside from the tuxes that you know you wear, like his everyday wear has kind of been really. That's what we're going for for the lead. Just like jeans and t-shirts. Is he doing a lot of turtlenecks? No, no, unfortunately, oh, that's a Brandon okay. only. Use. You got to go turtleneck with the necklace on top of the turtleneck, like the necklace on the outside. That's the strong look. The, the where's the gabagool look? Yeah. <laughs> I will say, Jordan. First episode, it's like <laughs> some of these girls are just like genuinely kind of just like terrible, and I'm in. You're like, <laughs> okay. It's like genuinely like, terrible. Just, <laughs> I cannot um, stress just, to you how in I am. If, okay, if all you do is watch the opening, like you know how they do like little focuses on specific girls. Sizzle, the sizzle reel. Like, yeah. There's a girl named Gabby, former like NFL cheerleader. Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> just watch that and then that's all I need from you. <laughs> I just need commentary on it. All right, so Gabby's sizzle reel is what I'm supposed to look into. And then watching the whole interaction between uh him and the girl who was um scheduled to be married on the day oh, yeah, that's that the scary. show started filming. Um, and like broke off her, like everything was was pretty wild. Like just a wild, like not exactly a meeting of the minds conversation. <laughs> catch my drift, but uh, it was <laughs> it was it was something. It was something. So I had to recuse myself though because I didn't want to get like yeah. invested and I'm trying to avoid it. But sure, it's sure. like I can't promise that you know midway it's gonna go. The same direction every season goes, or you just yeah. get tired of watching. But like, six weeks in, it all turns. Two, the first two episodes, it's hurt. like exactly what you want. It's like, okay, we're back. Like, this <laughs> back is in what a big I way. Guess. We're back. We Sorry. have a generically handsome white guy. 
we have a bunch of floozies. Cool. Let's really, do this thing. Really got it all going. Yeah. Anyhow, I heard I heard my name and I was like, hmm. Coachy, any anything else? Anything else to update us on? Wordle kicked my today. Oh, oh I'm so. sorry. It's okay. Are we still are we still recording right now? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> no, that's fine. No, no, we're you, you're, you're on you the Just pot. put a dollar in the swear jar. It's fine. <laughs> oh, I'm not worried about that. I'm just like, I was just like, wait, hold on. It was we're a good always recording, Jason. That's fair. Always be recording. ABR. ABR. That's how we leaked uh, JMU to the Sun Belt before anybody else. Right. Because we had it first. That was <laughs> Enough. That's my only update. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome. All right. Have you joined. All right, guys. I'm going to read us out here. It's been a pleasure. We'll do it again soon. It's the Wheel Route Podcast. You know where to find us at the Wheel Route, wheelroutepodcast.gmail.com, thewheelroute.com. If you really want to go, um, that would be great. Check it out. Stream old episodes <laughs> to keep you company on your car rides. Um, and until we meet again, go Gators. Go Hoos. Go Dukes. Go Dukes.